Hi, I'm Sonia, and this is the Simple Organization Solutions Podcast, aka the SOS Podcast. My goal is to help you see and feel all the benefits that organization has to offer, as well as show you the different ways where it can be applied in life on a daily basis so that you can focus on what is actually important to you in life. I'll be discussing different topics, some being organization related and others not so much, but they will all point to the same direction, to mainly declutter and organize your life to fully enjoy it. I hope you follow along on this journey and discover what organization has to offer. Hello, and welcome to the SOS Podcast. For today's podcast episode, I not only want to talk about an organizational issue that you encounter in your home, I also want to help you address it with easy-to-follow steps so that it's no longer a source of frustration. Our mission for today's episode, to declutter your kitchen countertops. Let's start by organizing your thoughts about your space. Here are some questions I would like for you to ponder on. Are you secretly hoping that your kitchen countertops would not be as cluttered so that you would have space to spontaneously start cooking up a storm without having to move anything out of the way? Or maybe you wish you'd have a clearer countertop so that you could easily clean up the kitchen after dinner and enjoy your evening with friends and family. Or just an easy system to get your kitchen counters ready for any occasion, whether it be an occasion that is planned or unplanned. Whatever your reason may be, we all have different reasons why cluttered kitchen countertops bother and overwhelm us. Before we can start doing the physical work of planning and creating a system, it's important to get to the bottom of what bugs you about your kitchen and find solutions for the specific issues in your kitchen. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Those emotions you're feeling when you are in your space are your starting point. Be mindful of how you feel in your space. I know this sounds woo-woo, but I'm telling you, it's the basis The foundation of this process of us getting at the core of what will and will not work for you. When you take a step back and look at your kitchen, how do you feel? Overwhelmed? Frustrated? Small? Disorganized? Defeated? Discouraged? Resentful? Beat down? In a funk? What do you feel when you're in your kitchen on a day-to-day basis? If it's too hard for you to pinpoint the exact feeling, compare opposing ones together. Do you feel motivated or discouraged? Energized or weakened? Organized and coordinated or disoriented? How do those feelings make you react in and out of your space? Agitated? On edge? Impatient? Snappy? Whatever that feeling is or those feelings are, name it and own up to it. There's no shame in owning up to it because it's part of you and what has motivated you to take the step or steps to take charge and change how you feel about your space. After all, change is hard. Socrates said, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. So let's focus on the new for your kitchen space. Now, imagine... How would you like for your kitchen to make you feel once it's decluttered and organized? What are the words that come to mind? Possibly words such as productive, easy, light and bright, calm, clean. 
Write whichever words you choose to imagine your kitchen having on pieces of paper, on a board, or somewhere close to your kitchen. That way, you can refer back to your words as a guide during the process to make sure that you align the physical work you will be doing with the vision that you have for your space based on the feelings that you want to evoke when you're in it. Now, onto the physical organization of your kitchen. Start with a clean slate is the step number one. Take everything off your kitchen countertops. Put it all on your dining room table or kitchen island, whichever is the closest and easiest for you. Try to keep the items that you're taking off your counters close by and grouped together. This will help you visually assess what you have as well as help you in not forgetting some of the items. I've done this before. I've emptied a space and laid out all the things too sparsely and as I was wrapping things up thinking I was done, I turned around and saw that there was a pile of items I had put out too far and have forgotten to consider. So learn from me on this. Keep what you take out together as much as possible so you don't forget about anything. While you're at it, take the opportunity to wipe down your kitchen countertops. I can't stress this enough. Starting with a clean slate is so important. I personally like to wipe down my kitchen countertops with a little bit of lemon essential oil for a fresh smell. But you do you, it's your space. Step two, go through your stuff and only keep what you love. Although that pile of kitchen countertop stuff on your island or dining room table may be or feel overwhelming, it's important that you go through it all. With each item, ask yourself, do you love or like the item and how it looks? Does it serve a purpose or is it just decor? Do you need this on your countertops or should it be stored or tucked away? By doing this triage, you should be able to get a better sense and idea of what you want, like, and need to have on your kitchen countertops, as well as the style you're going for in your space. Maybe you're more of a minimalist and you don't need or want to have that many items on your kitchen countertops. Or maybe you're more of the type that likes to have items, plants, and colorful decor in your kitchen countertops to add life and energy to your space. As long as you do you and what you like, you will be well on your way to achieve the kitchen feel that you want. Step number three, create stations. Now to create stations and better flow in your kitchen. Ah, I bet you didn't think that getting your kitchen countertops in order would also give you better flow, but I can assure you that it will. To create stations, You may want to take your kitchen cabinet's content in consideration. Here are a few examples to help you better understand what I mean. Coffee station. When you're deciding where things will be going, you want to be strategic so that the station is practical. For instance, in our kitchen, the coffee cups are with our drinking glasses in our upper cupboard. Because I've decided to store all of our drinking glasses in this one upper cupboard, I figured it would make most sense to have our coffee maker as well as our coffee and tea accessories on the kitchen countertops below that one cabinet. By grouping similar items together, this will create better flow within that station of our kitchen. Spices and cooking station. 
I've mentioned this before on a post I made on social media that our salt and pepper grinder have not always been on our kitchen countertops. I personally don't like having too many items on my countertops. However, having to constantly open and close our spice cabinet to reach for the salt and pepper was just not efficient. For that reason, our salt and pepper grinders now have a home on our kitchen counters on the left side of our stove. But not just anywhere. I strategically place them below our spice cabinet so that they have a practical and efficient home still close to their peers. This is also a great indicator for anyone helping out in the kitchen that the rest of our spices are probably close by the salt and pepper grinder. On the other side of our stove, I have a bottle of olive oil. I've placed it on the right side of the stove mainly because I'm right-handed. Its location makes it easy for me to reach when I'm at the stove cooking. So creating these stations on your counters based on how the items will be used and by who is a great starting point. You don't have to create stations solely based on what your cabinets contain. You can create your own as you wish. Fresh fruits and cookbooks. I like having fresh fruits that don't go in the fridge easily accessible on our kitchen countertops. I also like to have my iPad handy when I'm cooking or looking up ingredient conversions or specific recipes on my Organize Eat application. So I've placed these items in the corner of our kitchen countertops for easy access and visibility. As far as cookbooks go, I love the idea of storing them in a station all by themselves so that they can easily be accessed. They can also act as a decor aspect in your kitchen. It makes for a personalized decoration that has a purpose. And that's a win-win. Kitchen Island. If you have a kitchen island, it can also contain a certain category of items and become a station. I personally like to have a few different items depending on my mood or the season we're in. I either have a glass dessert display server or a cookie jar to store sweets I've baked, a vase for fresh flowers, or I just leave it empty. But your kitchen island could be a station for fresh fruits, for snacks for the kids, or just as decor to set the tone of your kitchen or nothing at all. Kitchen Command Center. Many of us do the planning of meals, activities, and more in the kitchen, so having a command center can be helpful. If you have the space, create one that works for your household. There are many different options for creating these, so I suggest you find one that you like on Pinterest and then see where you could locate yours. I keep ideas handy on my Pinterest page under Command Center, so you can start your search there. Tony from A Bowl Full of Lemons uses good-looking baskets and bins to contain items of a certain category on her kitchen countertops. It makes for a designated area that is contained and restricted to certain items only. Anything can be used to create a station. Better yet, try to shop your home and find a piece that you'll love that can also serve to delimitate a station. You can use a tray, a tiered tray, a basket, a cutting board, a container, etc. The key to remember is to only add what you need and know you will often use. The rest can go into the cupboards. An item's look and purpose should always be considered before being assigned a permanent position on your kitchen countertops. For more visual aids, pictures, and ideas on this subject, make sure to check out my blog post on this topic, which I've linked in the show notes. 
I hope this episode has been helpful and has given you ideas and inspiration to create your own kitchen countertop stations so that you can easily keep them tidy and organized for any occasion. Remember what Murthy said, growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. So that's it for today's episode. And until next time, take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's SOS podcast episode. Find me on my website at www.sosblog.org and on Instagram and share my podcast with others and help me spread the word about organization.